0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network
1: the Future of Radio.
2: The future of radio is
1: here
2: on employmentradio.com.
0: I think that really says something about the city of Portland that I was so I wasn't even worried about what they were protesting. Uh-huh. I was just more like, "Ah, great, damn protesters!"
2: <laughs> I know when you called me, you are like, "Oh, the damn protesters are." I am like, "What are they protesting?" I am not
0: going to be able to park. <laughs> damn it! No, I am. I was. It's not every day though that you do see probably about 50 police officers lined There were so many cops. And then an entire marching group, like, marching down. It was like I was right in the middle of it, and if I didn't get into the parking lot ahead of time, I was going to be caught in it. Yeah, because you made me
2: panicked a little bit when you were just like, Sarah, I don't think you're going to be able to get into the parking lot. No. You better
0: come as soon as you can. I'm like, what? turned out to be not as serious as I thought. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillin. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland. Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the Internet. See, I, oh, I you said Internet. Web. You mixed I up I dropped a the cyber web today. I like just it. To I like it. Yeah. Um, we've got a fantastic show lined up for you today because we're going to be joined here in just a little bit by... Mr. Todd Armstrong. Who
2: is awesome. Who I saw yesterday. Who's looking very svelte. I know he's been like surfing and such. Oh, I didn't see him. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. He was there at the at the comedy contest that okay. we were at.
0: I don't know if I would tell him uh, to his face hey, you're looking very svelte. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that. You or probably not. should. I think I that you should probably, should probably do that That's right now. That's probably what I should do. Mm-hmm, when uh, he comes in. <laughs> So, uh, Todd's going to be joining us. He's going to be talking about Permanent Comedy, which is going to be happening at Helium Comedy Club tonight. But speaking of Helium Comedy Club, we have to address what Sarah and I were a part of last night yes. and um, this is uh this was our third year third year being this judges, is our third year, year.
2: Yep. third year maybe Ma- third or year? fourth i can't remember
0: um where Sarah and I were part of the panel of judges for Helium Comedy Club's Portland's Funniest Person. Mm-hmm. So this is a contest, and I didn't realize how many people had entered it because Shane Torres, winner of last year, was the host mm-hmm. uh, last night. And I believe he said like 180 people originally entered this contest. I think contest. he said
2: 180. Yet yeah, started with 180 Portland that comics. That is insane. That is so nuts.
0: 180 comics uh, here from Portland that uh, comedians that entered into this and so it's kind of been whittling down over the last i'd say month and a half where they've been having contests constantly and like going to the beginning rounds and then quarterfinals it's been quite and-
2: some time i mean they spent a significant amount of time like whittling down you know right like for through different ways like the some some series there were like judges some are like audience you know like audience favorites and such this one last night particularly was um for 12 separate judges who were judging like the finalists? Who were for twelve finalists, basically?
0: Right. yeah. So there were twelve finalists that made it through to this final round last night, and uh, and Sarah, myself, and Kenny were part of the judges, which was uh, which was a lot of fun, but extremely stressful because of the fact that every single one of the comedians on stage last night could have been number one. Oh and yeah. Nobody could dispute that. Like a- any whoever would have won would have been like, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. They, they're they're it hilarious. Was, it was
2: incredible. It was the best lineup, I think, that I've seen since
0: we've been doing this. Yeah, it, it was, was. the most
2: difficult, I would say. It was
0: very difficult. Yeah. Um, but uh, the winner last night was Steven Wilber. And Steven, we actually haven't had on the show before. However, that's going to be remedied on Friday. Yes, he's uh, going to be stopping by. <laughs> Steven will be stopping by. <laughs> um, and it was, it was so much fun. It, was, it was, was great.
2: I mean, I don't, yeah, I mean, everyone it was just like equal across the board. Like And it was, it was very, very tough to to like try and write down you know like because you're you're looking at it from so many different perspectives like you're looking at like like audience reaction and like the unique material right. stage presence like those yeah. kind of things so you're actually sitting there and while you're listening to the jokes you're actually analyzing all of those you know, attributes that come with the final
0: score right and yeah. then, and I have no idea how each each judge votes on their own and then Helium takes them so I have no idea how ev- anybody else voted um, so it's it's kind of weird and then you just they come up with this consensus of based on uh, based on how the votes were they they tally them and be like okay here's here's your winner. Mm-hmm. And it was Stephen Wilber, and then um, I think Gabe Dinger got second, and or Gabe Dinger got third. Third. And Adam Posse, Adam, our friend we've had here on Fun Employment Radio mm-hmm. many times, uh, got second.
2: That's awesome. In the contest. Yeah, everyone so. did so good. Like, I had no idea how that was going to shake out.
0: I did. no, I had mm-hmm. no idea who was going to end up winning. Like, I had my votes for, for whatever, and uh, I was like, I, I have no idea how this is going to work out. Yeah. You know, until they announce it on stage. But it was, it was so much fun, and I want to say, Thank you to everyone who was there last night and came and said hello to Sarah and I. It was, yes. It was pretty cool. Oh, and
2: thank you for cheering and such when, when they said her name. I was so afraid it was just going to be crickets. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, because it was
0: sold out. Yeah. It was sold out there. And and when they announced the judges, they just kind of go down the line and say, so-and-so from this and that, and our buddy Pork Chop from uh, 750 The Game, he mm-hmm. was there, which I hadn't seen him for a while, so that was awesome. And uh, and all kinds of... Uh, Allison- which I have to
2: say, I was surprised to see him judging a comedy
0: contest. Well, he does... Uh, I mean they, I mean I was they... very happy
2: to see him too but it was just kind of like it was a, an interesting assortment of people see I feel like uh, I feel like I, that we've earned our place on that panel mm-hmm. like I really do feel like you know because I've, I've seen other people speculate like what makes you a judge who should be the judges right it's yeah it's just like alright don't get your panties in a twist like yeah,
0: I think didn't you we... have a lady that uh, who was not a participant that the what? Uh, didn't you have a lady who was not a participant? <gasps> oh my to- god!
2: I was getting so <laughs> harassed. I've never been harassed before, and this
0: wasn't by comedians and and pretty much everybody, every Portland. Comedian was there last night. Um, they were all awesome. Oh yeah, you know, participating or not. But even uh, people
2: who had like a you know auditioned for the contest. Like it was packed full of like every Portland comedian. And that's
0: what's so cool about the comedy senior. I do have to say and give kudos to everybody who is in the comedy scene because everybody was there supporting everyone. Mm-hmm. Like even if they'd been in the contest, they got eliminated. They were all there to support everybody that made it through the finals. Whoever it was, it was really cool to see. Like it's a it's a pretty it seems to be a pretty tight knit group.
2: It is. And, and I mean, and maybe that's awesome. Maybe like, you know, from the inside, it's different than how we're looking from the outside. I don't know. But yeah. I know They all seemed very supportive of each other. Right.
0: But you had since we were judges, um, we were walking around beforehand and Sarah was approached by a I woman. Was ju- I
2: was sitting at my desk. So basically what they do is they line up the judges. There are 12 of us and we're all sitting on like this panel thing. And uh, this woman actually came up to me and grabbed my arm and she's like, hey. And I'm like, yes. And as as they were still filing everybody in, because it took a while to get everyone in since it was sold out. I'm like, yeah, how can I help you? She's like, how do you get to be a judge? And that's just how she asked. I'm like, "Um, okay. I'm like, well, we've been, you know, producing and creating a comedy podcast for the past five years. We've been working with Helium since they opened, and we've gone to see literally hundreds and hundreds of comedy shows. Right. I'm like, so, you know, we... Kind of know. Kind of know what we're talking we about. We Kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh, and she's like, "All right, so if I stand behind you and the person that I like, if I yell really loud for them, will that give them more points?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't think you yelling in my ear is going to help anything." <laughs> uh, it was very, it was very off putting. And then like as I would, like walked to try and go to the like, I, I remember us trying to go into the hallway, and other people were just grabbing me. I'm like, "Vote for so and so." We're like, "Hey, you know what? You'd be really stupid if you didn't vote for this person." I'm like, "I." <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. It's
0: kind of a weird position to be in. Yeah, yeah. Like, to to be on that. It
2: wasn't a fun position.
0: Yeah, it's it was tough. I'll have it to really say really was it was not
2: like it was. It's a lot of because we take it seriously, of course.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a serious thing, and and we do take it very, very seriously and mm. try to be as accurate as we can, and and you know judge on everything, but. um it, I did I did see a lot of posts from other comedians that were just like, I don't envy the judges tonight. I don't envy the judges. Mm-hmm. This is tough. And it was. It was so hard. And I just want to say that thanks to everybody who performed last night and everybody who was part of that contest. Um, everybody was amazing. It was fantastic. Yeah. Really, really great. We are lucky to be in a town with so much talent. Mm-hmm. And I mean that sincerely. No, it's,
2: it's a rarity. Lots of cities don't don't have this.
0: I mean, we are kind of like... I don't know if this is an accurate analogy or not, but I, I I will say this. It's kind of like uh Seattle when their music scene exploded and they had all these bands, you know, that were just blowing up and, mm-hmm. and a, no, a lot, that's of, totally and a lot of really amazing bands that showed up, you know, that were that were there during that time. That's kind of like Portland is for comedy right now. Yeah. It is it truly is a special thing. And if you haven't been out to see a comedy show here in Portland, I I really suggest that you do. It's it's well worth it. And it's not it's not like a bunch of uh, painful, you know, uh, painful open mics, or like your your buddy Tim from the office who thinks he's funny yeah. at the water cooler and tries to tell jokes, and then is like, yeah, I can do stand up. These are actually very talented people. Yeah,
2: well crafted, well crafted, awesome. who yeah. work
0: very hard, and it's uh, it's it's really a cool thing, really a cool thing. So yes. anyway. That's what I wanted yes, to say. So we had a. It, it we was so much fun. Good, I mean,
2: the the yeah, the comedy itself was amazing, and Helium, of course, are always just the greatest hosts when we mm-hmm. go and do this. So that yep. was great. It was very stressful.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Stephen Wilber, uh, who ended up winning it. Uh, there's a bunch of articles now. If you want to Google, you can find out. He was more hilarious. About
2: it. I'd never he, seen him before.
0: I had never seen him do stand up either, and he was absolutely. He hilarious.
2: has this awesome president's joke. To the president, how to remember yeah. the presidents of the United yes, States? Yes,
0: yes, that was. I was very impressed was, by that. That was very impressive. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really impressive. Um, and he's going to be joining us on Friday on Fun Employment Radio. Yep. So he'll be, he'll be coming by. Um, all right, we've got, we've got a ton of stuff to get to here because I know Todd's going to be joining us in just. He a He is. Minute. He's going to be here pretty soon. But I wanted to bring up something else that's like triple awesome yes so yeah this is so weird so you guys awesome it it is and this is a big thank you to everybody who listens to our podcast you know five days a week and uh and tunes into fun employment radio you guys are fantastic and because of you guys um we attract awesome sponsors who who like to support us Mm -hmm. and help us continue doing what we do and you know one of those sponsors long time since the very since pretty much the beginning is asylum yes uh, on 37th and hawthorne and the other day we we were talking about a new product that they have because they have so many different cool things, and they had. We were talking about this thing called Sonic Sketches, and we'll post a picture of this. Uh, but Sonic Sketches is essentially it's take it, it's it's artwork, and it's a three piece artwork where it takes songs and renders them into a wave uh, like a wave uh, file. Yeah,
2: so a wave like, file. So basically, you see the song in the way that it would look if you're like. Putting it together on a computer.
0: Right. And like sound engineering. Right. And and uh, SonicSketches.com is the website. So we were talking about them. They heard us do the advertisement for Asylum talking about their product. They contacted us and have now become advertisers on Fun Employment yes, Radio. we are
2: so excited. So <laughs> it's really
0: cool. Uh, SonicSketches.com. So I'm just going to read uh, Read. Uh, I want you guys to go there and take a look at the website and you'll see what we're talking about. How cool this is and what an awesome it is the most unique- this would be
2: the most unique like art form I think I've seen in a really long time
0: yeah yeah, and so um, as they say on here, Sonic Sketches lets you display your favorite song as a beautiful piece of visual art. Uh, perfect gift for anyone who loves music. They've got a whole bunch of songs that are already on there on the website that you can buy, or you can pick up at Asylum. Asylum's the only place you can buy them in person. Otherwise, it's all at SonicSketches.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. We've got one of them here in the studio that we're gonna we're gonna. Um, so play. we have
2: Jeff, uh, Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. Yeah, that we're putting in the studio. I'm looking at these right now, and all like you can go to the website and then pick all the songs like it's modern classics vintage and Americana geek-tastic you can actually custom make any song that you want but I'm looking at these there's Pink Floyd Wish You Were Here uh, The Smiths There's a Light That'll Never Go Out which is yeah. one of my favorite songs in the world Greg
0: don't you love that song? Yeah, uh, The Smiths <laughs> The Smiths are one of those bands Bob Dylan like a Rolling Stone All of this artwork's amazing although with the Smiths one I can almost hear it whining at me because of <laughs> Morrissey that's, that's what I think about with the Smiths everything else I like You're so funny Greg uh, So so um but yeah it comes in this and it even has like lighter notes gives the songs history and backstory it's perfect like to mount on your wall or do anything like that it's really really cool uh, sonicsketches.com new advertiser of Fun Employment Radio check it out uh, pick one up and and you. Look, well, okay, I just
2: posted one in the chat. So that's Leonard Cohen's uh, Hallelujah, right? So and, it's three panels. You said that, right? Three panels that come inside of this amazingly packaged thing that looks like a record,
0: basically, visually displaying the song. And go to funemploymentradio.com too. We'll post links or sonicsketches.com, and uh, you can check them all out. Uh, pick one up. This is like this is something that I'm probably going to get. Um, oh, you know what? My brother's birthday is coming up. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get him. One Are you going to get
2: him a courage song? <laughs> uh, I could
0: do that. Yeah, you can submit. Um, custom songs as well so more than just what they have on there and anything that you want uh, no it does not come framed however the is. frames
2: are so they're 12 by 12 frames that you can get we were looking at these actually I saw some we were picking some up for um, our ones that were hanging in the studio here and you can get the 12 by 12 frames for like 7 bucks yeah at for like Fred Meyer or like any of those kind of
0: stores well and the whole package comes in, in an, uh, like a record album so it's an album just with the artwork inside instead of a record, and then yeah, it's twelve by twelve, so you can easily frame them and put them up in whatever kind of frame you want. It's just really cool that they they contacted us after this, and uh, like I said, I think that's what I'm going to get uh, my brother for uh, for his birthday. Oh, that's so I think cool! Get a Sonic sketch, yeah. I don't know what song yet. I might have to submit one. I you should get do... the
2: Moron Brothers song.
0: Yes, <laughs> that is a great idea. No effects, the Moron Brothers. That yep. is perfect because that is uh, my brother and I's theme song. And he just doesn't have to tell his fiance what song it is. Yeah. To say it's like something romantic. Well, except for it comes like framed with like a, or not framed, but it comes with the whole like uh, description of the song and like liner notes and everything and like the history of the song. That's, that is a great idea. Mm -hmm. All right. That's what I'm going to do. So, um, anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah, Jez, yeah. I said, yeah, we have Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was them
2: one that we were gifted, which we were super excited about.
0: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. SonicsSketches.com. Awesome sponsor along with Asylum. And on top of that, their website's through Squarespace. So, it's kind of like a triple win. It's the win. trifecta. It's the trifecta the win. trifecta. Three advertisers in one coming together. <laughs> when three be come I don't know. That's, That's not how that song That's goes. Not how that I goes.
2: really appreciate the Spice Girls I uh, tried reference, to. I though. I made an attempt. That was good. All right. Oh, and for uh, anyone who's keeping score, today Greg is wearing his Shelby Cobra shirt. I wore it in
0: after it yesterday's looks show. It very nice on you. It's a nice shirt. I'm just shuddering for when a um, when uh, somebody comes up and starts asking me too many questions about it. Well, see, you know, it's we raining not... in Portland today, so you can just wear your sweatshirt over it and nobody will ever know. We also didn't explain at the beginning of the show what we were talking about. Just really quick, to explain that, there were... Um, so when I showed up, there was a... A bunch of people marching down the side street that our studio is on. And then a whole bunch of cops on the other end. And I thought it was getting ready for some big protest. Instead, no. It was a celebration for the start of the Oregon Brew Fest. So that's what the whole thing was. So it was a bunch of people dressed up like monks. And then bagpipe guy. Unicycle bagpipe. The Darth
2: Vader unicycling bagpiper.
0: Yes. Oh my god. He was there. It's the weirdest thing. He was riding a
2: golden calf Leading the parade As all these drunk people At like 11 o'clock In the morning Are going down For the Oregon Brewers Fest
0: Uh, It was a plastic golden calf But nonetheless He was sitting on it And uh It was wonderful That was what was going on It was
2: one of those things Because sometimes You look at Portland You're like Portland you're too Portland Stop Portlanding But like Today was one of those things I'm like That's
0: awesome It was pretty cool It was just all these Basically a giant celebration To go get drunk Yeah An excuse to go drink beer Yep Yeah that's pretty cool I can can stand behind that
2: I know Greg and I are both Kind of like Oh maybe we should Go with them. No, way to do the show. <laughs> we're going to do the show. <laughs> well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Let's see. First up, by the way, let me just tell you that donut story that I was talking about yesterday, the pastry guy. Yeah. That, that shit is everywhere now.
0: The uh, pastry, uh, not bandit, but the The, the vandalizer. pastry
2: vandalizers. We were throwing, like leaving donuts and pastries and stuff on people's cars and smearing them on the windows and stuff. You know what I think that is? I think it's some sort of pastry campaign, some so sort are, of like guerrilla marketing.
0: You already have a conspiracy theory for it. I
2: think it's guerrilla marketing. I'm not. I don't think that it would be you know like Voodoo Donuts because they already have enough publicity. They don't need it. Maybe it's some like up and coming, like some startup donut company. How who's does just that? Like,
0: how does that advertise their donuts? So if they're just smearing it on random people's cars <laughs> and leaving it there, like ah surprise, <laughs> it was us all along. Buy our donuts. Like I don't know if that's really the well a well thought out campaign if that's what it is. All right, you might be right.
2: Uh, first up, this is okay. This is like a horror story. Like you remember that um, that old um, like horror story, like ghost story, not ghoster, but like horror story that you would hear when you were younger about how like the babysitter's watching the kids and she keeps getting all these prank phone calls and then like all of a sudden the police trace the phone call. And it's like it's coming from upstairs, it's coming from
0: in the house. This it's is your new- father and he's drunk. <laughs> no, that was this is a Stuart small
2: This is a new age of technology to where of course we all have our smartphones now. Instead of saying. You know, calling from and saying, like, I'm hiding upstairs in your attic. People can now text message you when they're hiding under your bed and say, I'm watching you. That's what happened to (laughs) this one girl who lives in England who caught this man. Let's see. So he's 18-year-old Kyle Ravenscroft. uh, And he sent a series of frightening text messages to a 16-year-old girl. So uh, apparently this guy knew her from school. Uh, So 18-year-old Ravenscroft uh, texted all these creepy things. As he was laying underneath her bed, like, oh. I'm watching you, I can see you sleep. Oh, that's... She only realized that he was under her bed the next morning after um, she felt like she was being watched and saw that all of the shoes that she had next to her bed had been rearranged. oh <laughs> 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 So he did get caught. He didn't go to jail. Uh, he did get... Uh, he was sentenced for twelve weeks. He'd ended up not serving any, but he uh, pleaded guilty to stalking. So now uh, he has to compensate his victim financially, and he also has to complete eighty hours of unpaid work, and uh, also has a, su- a restraining order. Yeah, forbidding I would say him she-
0: from contacting or going near the girl. I'd say that's, that's about right. All it is, though. I mean, he broke into the house and hid under her bed for the night and mm-hmm. texted her. That's so damn creepy. Yeah. Oh, that's. It's
2: stories like this, which is why I never have I told you that I uh, under my bed is just jammed full of stuff. Uh-huh. I will never have an under my bed.
0: That makes sense. Ever. I, I could see you doing that. Oh, well, yeah. Now that makes perfect sense to, after hearing this. I mean, I text my friends all the time. I'll be like, I'm watching you. Or I just saw what you did. I, I do that kind of stuff. That's yeah, that's even though. like
2: your Gmail thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, actually, <laughs> so yeah. It's like, I
2: know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then um, on my phone, actually, if somebody were to try to break into it, the first thing it says is, I'm watching you. Wait, I'm not that creepy, though. I don't you're hide totally under any beds. You're totally the creepy guy. I don't hide under any beds
2: can't hide under mine. It's too full of garbage. I don't like <laughs> garbage. Crap. Actually, I haven't looked. I've lived in my apartment now for about three and a half years, and I have not touched anything under my bed since I moved in. I wonder what's under there. It's
0: treasures at that point. It is treasures. If you waited long enough, then it's treasures.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm. I should look at that, because I know I have like old photographs and
0: stuff in there. Yeah. So you surprise yourself. Surprise myself with, mm-hmm. with like past a, treasures under my It's a time bed. capsule of you three and a half years ago. We'll see. I don't wow. Yeah. All right.
2: Out of Fife, Washington. Lots of stories out of Washington State lately. A Washington State man opted to dive out of a moving vehicle instead of continuing to argue with his girlfriend as they cruised around the town of Fife this past week. He decided to jump out of the car. Instead of continuing to argue
0: with her. I mean, I've wanted to do that kind of thing before, but that's that's, uh, diff- that's taking it to a different level.
2: Well, it was being driven by his girlfriend, Alice Finley, who continued to argue with the man. He finally got tired of it, jumped out of the moving vehicle. Of course, this happened to be right in front of a police <laughs> officer at was the he Fife driving? Police Department. No, no, he, she was driving. Okay, she was she driving. She was arguing, and he just didn't want to take it anymore, so he jumped out of the window. <laughs> that's uh, it, I'm jumped out. Jumped out the door. Uh, So the Fife Police Department officer uh, turned on his siren after seeing the man jump out of the car and attempted to pull Alice Finley over, but she just wouldn't slow down. Uh, So the 33-year-old only slowed down enough so that the man who had originally jumped out of the car could jump back through the passenger window. What? Yeah.
0: So they reunited. They
2: reunited. So he jumped out of the car and they they jumped back into the window.
0: Over the cops being... Chasing.
2: Yeah, so Alice Finley finally pulled over, but it took the officer a considerable amount of time to arrest her because she wouldn't turn off the engine or leave the vehicle. She told the arresting officer she didn't stop because she and her boyfriend were arguing and she didn't want to deal with him if he had jumped out of the car. (laughs) Uh, That's when the boyfriend informed police he initially jumped out of the car because he didn't want to argue with her anymore. Uh, (laughs) She was charged... and He was not charged with anything. She was charged with attempting to elude a a pursuing police vehicle.
0: Wow. That kind of reminds me of the guy... That at the, the sidebar where you work at that um, his pregnant girlfriend showed up yelling at him oh, and instead of dealing yeah. with it he just jumped the fence and ran that seems like this kind of guy I'm sure it's a very healthy relationship oh they have. yeah
2: we just don't understand their love
0: I'm gonna guess she's pregnant too
2: <laughs> Alice Finley one well, finally from Fife, Washington to Chengdu, China now I researched this I made sure this wasn't the same story because I had a similar story which I don't know if I had pulled like it a year ago and never read or if I had read it but I made sure this is a different one. So this is out of Chengdu, China. A waitress in China shocked customers at her restaurant by swallowing an entire live cockroach off of a customer's plate on purpose. A businessman named Zhang Yen who was dining at a hotel, in a hotel restaurant in Chengdu was not pleased when he found a live cockroach in his salad and made his opinion known. Uh, his server... Who was named Jin Koo, informed him that oh no no finding a bug especially a live one in your salad is completely normal. Now to prove her point, the 39 year old waitress snatched the cockroach from out of his salad and swallowed it whole. Ugh. There is video of this on the internet because a customer um, picked up a cell phone and recorded the incident. Uh, in the video, you can hear you can hear Jin Kao reportedly saying, "No matter what restaurant you go to, you will always find cockroaches in the food. It's very very normal." <laughs> By the way, that's not normal. No. Uh, so the man
0: who—if it is normal, you don't want to eat there. Yeah, that's
2: if, if that's if that's your normal, you shouldn't be eating out. Right, it's just probably not your thing. Uh, so the man actually didn't have any issue with it, since after she ate the cockroach, and Ew. he paid his bill and left. The restaurant owner has since apologized for his weird waitress and her <laughs> eating the cockroach. This was in. Are people trying? To, am I saying it wrong? Chengdu. Sure, Chengdu, China oh and there you have it I think our guest is here and that my friends is your world of crazy if my computer wasn't frozen there we go
0: oh getting a little loud there
2: that's true, Greg. That's how I roll. All right. There we go. All
0: right. Should we take a quick break and get our guest uh, our guest into the studio and um, permanent comedy? Of course, permanentcomedy.com. We'll be talking to him in just a minute. Yeah, because
2: that's happening tonight at Helium, It is. Yeah. Right? They're
0: doing their live. I think it's a live recording, actually, at Helium Comedy Club tonight. Very cool. Which is awesome. All right. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio.
2: Becca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why. I swear to God, my computer just started playing. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. We should just have the mics on at all times. I first.
2: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, as promised, Mr. Todd Armstrong. From Yay. permanentcomedy.com. Hello, Yes, yes. hello,
2: Todd. <laughs> now, we were just talking about surprise money that you find sometimes, because I never keep any of my money in my wallet, because I like to just have it floating around my purse, and that way I never know how little or how much money I have. Oh. You have a money clip.
1: Yeah, my mom and dad got it for me uh, for Christmas because I'd always just take like uh, a scrunchie hair tie, you know, the, the I don't know, the, the like scrunchie. Ki- br- like the yes. hairband kind yeah, of the thing? Yeah, I would just double it back on itself around the credit cards and everything, and it would work perfect. See, and do
2: you count it, or do you just not know?
1: I'd never have enough money to count it. Exactly. No. It's <laughs> so between it's... 7 and $40.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so exciting when you find surprise money, because I was saying yeah. I just pulled out my rain jacket because it was raining in Portland today, and I found five American dollars. And then Todd put on his pants today. As he does.
1: Found <laughs> a I'm not, dollar. I'm normally a shorts guy, so that's why the, pa- the pants thing was kind of like, oh, it's out of the blue, knock the dust off. Yeah, me. <laughs> you look all like
2: almost wintry again, like yeah. folly. I
1: have, I, have a, I have a fair base tan. I've been uh, surfing a bunch, so I'm kind of warm boned at the moment. So this little shift in weather so quick got me back yeah. in uh, close to shoes and hoodies. So.
2: Well, we were talking about earlier how I saw you last night, because Greg didn't see you, but I did. And I was like, Tom's yeah, looking just, very svelte, because I could tell I, you you've been I, like. I out- drinking. Oh,
1: awesome yeah I, I hadn't got I didn't go to the doctor for like 10 years and I just finally got you know thanks Obamacare uh-huh. and then I went in to get cortisol injections for my knee and deal with some arthritic you know shoulders and knees and then doctors gave me the questionnaire I never done one about like how many drinks you have per week and uh-huh. with work I mean just offer having people offer drinks and me just enjoying black people I was like I do 15 20 drinks a week yeah And the doctor's like yeah you should try to cut to that out and I did and lost like seven pounds and nice. oh, it's, wow. it's better for my knee because if I'm under I'm like right at 200 right now if I'm at like 195 200 it doesn't ache as much
2: that so, same thing happened with me and my knee, as soon as I lost a few pounds, I'm like, oh, it feels yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm still eating a grip of cheese. That ain't changing me. Cheese is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I get, but, I mean, I, I still drink, like, ginger beer and uh, kombucha, which is alcoholic. But, I, I mean, it's not like I've it's easy to turn it down. And, and I credit uh, Billy Wayne Davis and Mitch Burrow because uh, even both their interviews at Permanent Comedy, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Wayne's was last episode. Mitch's is coming out in a bit. Uh, they both talked about how they quit drinking, same jive, and they sleep better, less distraction. and Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I've been kind of nice. It's like, I mean, summertime's here. It's I'm less bored, so it's always nice and easy in Portland, have mental clarity when there's activity so mm-hmm. right
2: when there's actual stuff yeah, to do I'm, oh yeah. i'm
1: sure i'll drink again in the winter when you're bored again
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: yeah that's what portland does it does i mean that's why we're a service industry town and we're an active summer town so yeah like
0: no nope. that's why you're 25 forever here it really is no that's that's entirely true so you've been going surfing over in the at the Oregon coast? Uh, yeah, Pacific City with yeah. uh, my buddy. Like it's nice to have firefighter
1: friends and mm-hmm. pour the fire because I get two days off, one day on. And oh, so, nice! Like whenever they have an availability, we mash down to Pacific City or Newport.
2: Do you ever go to the Sportsman for some uh, food or anything yeah, afterward? Absolutely, I love the it's, Sportsman. It's
1: quite overpriced, but it's great. Food. Yeah,
2: it is. It's greasy and awesome. But the oh god, the surly bartenders and and servers and yes. the greasy food. It's and
0: amazing. To explain, Pacific City is a small town on yeah, the Oregon uh, coast. Cape Very Kawandus, small. It's just a little yeah. boy, a big old sand
1: dune and then a big old pretty rock and then there's the uh, dory boats come in so you have to make sure the surfers don't get run over
0: and
2: <laughs> big old pretty the, rock
0: the yeah. sportsman is where i was molested by the uh the server. Oh yeah, because oh. Greg gets his butt yeah. uh,
2: grabbed a lot, particularly well, at this well, place. No,
0: this lady. This you is why. called Darling, and the, the little pinch on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, and I'm still like so impressed about this woman. The East way that Coast she
1: went ladies, about. East Coast ladies. East Coast ladies. That's the, what it is. That's, it's the
0: transplants. I mean, I was sexually harassed, but it was so smooth. Like I, I could not <laughs> it deny. It didn't even bother you. I, I was you. like, you know what? I'm just, just impressed because she like, would walk Don up. Draper stuff. Like yeah. That. Well, she like walk up. and She's like, "Oh, sweetie. Okay, can I get you anything else?" And she'd have her hand, like, put her hand on my back, like up, her shoulder, and I'd be like, "Oh no, I'm." She's like, all right, and she just like quickly run it down to my ass and like linger for like half a second and then just walk off and give a little like, squeeze. Holy shit! Like you a just from Dave? Yeah, wow. I'm like you just felt me up.
2: That's flattering. I'm, I'm like,
0: no, great job. I, she, I was not interested, but
1: it was uh, it was still impressive. Probably why I go across the street to the the market just to grab like some uh, smoked oysters for the road instead of going <laughs> <on> there <laughs> <laughs> to avoid the groping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's still worth it. it though. Well, we were talking
2: about money, and then uh, right before this. And then you were talking about the time you found a, a crispy, shiny twenty-dollar bill yeah. under a gumball machine. Yeah,
1: I was like uh, I think I was. Which
2: is the coolest thing ever when you're a kid.
1: Yeah, I think I was nine, so I was pretty. You know, it was it was, it was like geez, twenty bucks a time. I dropped my quarter because I was trying to get like the little bouncy ball at the Super Bowl Yeah, back when Super Balls were a quarter. For God's sake,s so they're like seventy-five cents now. Really? Dang, yeah.
2: That's like candy bars. I never yeah. buy candy bars.
1: Do you know candy bars are like a dollar fifty? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I remember when they are two for a buck. So totally, it's like, it's like gasoline prices, old man style. Right? Yeah. Mm. So. I go down to pick up the quarter end of the machine. I'm like, oh, darn, I don't want to lose it. And then I just see this gleaming, gleaming crisp, like six folded 20. And I'm like, there's no way. My brain's seeing that 2 wrong. uh And I pull it out and I was like, oh, my Lord. like... <gasps> And I even found the quarter too. So it wasn't like I, like, hey, I dropped the quarter then, like, oh, look and at that. And it was awesome. replaced
0: with that. <laughs> I replaced it with 80 <laughs>
1: times more awesomeness. Now I got my quarterback and my 20th. So oh.
2: I remember when I was some living in. <laughs> <laughs> I was living in Spain and uh, I, I went to the park with my dad and went on the merry-go-round, found a crumpled, like, $20 bill underneath it. But I was too young to know. It was, like, five or six or something. And I brought it home and, and my dad's like, oh, look at that dirty that dirty bill. I don't think you want this. Like, how about you should take this crisp, shiny $1 bill? I'm like, Okay. So I took it, and my dad totally stole $20 from me. Well, $19. I was very upset about it.
1: A, that's why they call it a confidence artist. Con <laughs> artists is support for that. They earn your confidence.
2: Todd, I just learned something.
1: Yeah, con artist, confidence.
2: I did not know it was a confidence artist.
1: Yeah, it's a confidence scam.
2: That's amazing. Well, my dad is a con artist. That's
1: then. why when everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I bought a great vacuum, or this contractor is amazing, or I bought these Cutco knives, it's like they literally are con artists. I
2: like, cannot believe you just name-checked Cutco knives. Oh, yeah, that's all I ac- it did you ever work for that? No,
1: no, but I, I mean, I did. I worked, uh, knock doors, I canvassed, like, right after high school for, like, Reynolds vinyl siding or aluminum siding. Right after That's high all. school,
2: I got totally tricked into uh, applying for Cutco yeah. knives because when they bring you into those, like, things, like, they don't tell you what it's for. It's like, oh, and they finally, like, whittle it down to, like, five people. They're like, you're the select few. Are you guys <laughs> ready for this amazing product that you're going to sell? They're <laughs> like, look at me cut this can in half. I'm like, what am I watching?
1: No, it's just like, uh, like, what is it? Uh, timeshares. Yeah same jive that's true but people, less knives
0: people, people want to buy dreams somebody wants to sell it to them. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i applied for a bunch of those kinds of jobs like right after college not yeah. understanding that it was yeah. all like scams
1: yeah no I, I used to work for uh like for a window company and like when i first got there i was like oh this is amazing this is a great product man. like once i wear it started when six months i was like man this is bullshit yeah <laughs>
2: it's like wait why do you need the numbers of all my family and friends yeah so i was like no thanks <laughs> like it's, it's just
1: it's all marketing it's just i mean it's just bottom feeding and I mean, there's a, there's a fine line. I mean, you look at market derivatives. I mean, why yeah. our economy is basically where it's at in the modern capitalist sense. is That's just as close as you can get to being a con artist and still have the legal justification for it. So many smart big words, Todd. Oh, yeah. I, it's, <laughs> I love it. That's why I'm a semi-finalist in the Portland's Funniest Person. <laughs> yeah, you were there last night. <laughs>
2: so what did you think of um, was,
1: everyone who was performing? I, Portland is beyond the most fertile I think is the most fertile breeding ground in the nation for comedy. I I would agree. In a sense of access to things. I mean, there was 12 vastly different styles. And you would not get that in L.A. You would get six people. I'm not throw anybody on the bus, it's a great place to be, but you'd get five people in hoodies talking about the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was very very little overlap, and I thought that was great.
2: It was like, fantastic. That's yeah. what made it so difficult I think when we were watching it.
1: Yeah, you had cerebral comedy, you had, I mean, you had visceral comedy, you had you had outlandish comedy, you had everything. I mean, uh, I think uh, Brie Pruitt and Jason Traeger uh, should be up there with the people. And
2: Jason Traeger's mm-hmm. the one that takes the amazing pictures and of photographs, right? he's even a right? more
1: amazing uh, painter if you find some of his uh, arts online. I mean, his he is just one of those gifted art. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, he'll be on next episode actually, I'm sorry, ep- next week's episode of Permanent Comedy that <gasps> comes so did, out online. Oh, so, so yeah. did he already
2: get a tattoo and everything? Uh, no, he,
1: uh, he didn't. We're going to have him had, maybe next season, but uh, he, uh, he actually got, uh, we're going to feature stand-up and actually an on-stage interview where he discusses why he kind of uh, went away from uh, comedy where he did early in the uh, early in the 2000s Okay. And went away from it I uh, went back to more visual arts and then came back to comedy recently and how he's kind of uh,
2: Oh, he's really getting his footing if he's yeah, just coming I mean, back he, recently. Uh, yeah,
1: but he talks about how I mean, uh, I mean r- realistically he, uh, he's doing it so now as opposed to, I mean, the same route. So, I mean, another it's call to me to be like, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I, mean, right. I really never liked the feel of drinking. I just like the taste of it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I might as well cut it out and knock a couple of pounds off my body and sure. so yeah. nice. Talking from the break audience, so I didn't cover that in, but no, I quit drinking just per the doctor's recommendation because I, you know, twenty drinks. Well, you week. listen to your doctor. I do, I try. Yeah. I, I, I didn't go for ten years, and I'm like, Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, if everything's starting to fall apart at thirty five, I might as well just listen to what they say and blood pressure's rad, heart's red, don't have AIDS, don't have herpes, you know I mean, I was like, <laughs> yeah, whole, everything's,
2: everything's coming up top. <laughs>
1: Whole, the whole gamut. I was like, "Damn, I got pretty." Other got every that,
2: hole inspected. Yeah,
1: yeah other, I think that's another five years. Clean out. as a whistle. Yeah, another five years till the till the tailpipe gets inspected. But
2: uh, oh yeah, that's the big four zero. Yeah,
1: you got like, yeah. to go to like Midas, there. check it, uh, check it, uh, check them out. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, everything was good. Other than I got two arthritic knees, two arthritic shoulders, and they give me cortisone injection. I got to go do a bunch of normal stuff I've been in with for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for for thirty five I mean, I. I I got a torn trapezius muscle I'm taking muscle relaxers for, but other than that I'm You're doing A okay? Still surfing, still paddle boarding? And nice. you're still
2: doing comedy because you're doing some tonight. Yes. So yes, tell us indeed. about this. So, this is you're going back to helium.
1: Yes, back to helium. Uh, we'll have permanent comedy. And uh, as I just got a message from uh, Adam, the amazing manager over there. Oh, uh, yes. Todd Glass. He has got the in best her hair her, ever. So. Yes.
2: Wait, Todd Glass what?
1: Todd Glass got in a day early on his flight, so he might be popping in. So, I just may be nice. popping into permanent comedy tonight. Don't want to make any promises. but That's fantastic. Throw, throwing winks out there. Um, but we're going to have Adam Passy, uh, the runner up for uh, Portland Sony's person. The, Great. The loudest Simone I've ever heard. He is one of yeah. the loudest <laughs> people. That's saying a lot. That's oh, yeah. saying a lot. So <laughs> he, he, his, his crowd
0: of lesbros that he brings. <laughs> yeah. It is like like, a pack. Yeah, it's like a, it's
1: like a wrestling
0: fan base. It's it, is. Like, it's like it is. He had probably, yeah, some really vocal people there yeah. in the audience. Yelling. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, and they fucking Vote love Adam,
0: like yeah. almost angry, like yelling. Yeah, yeah when Shane was... was calling him the, the Phoenix Sons of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of odds making, and
1: he, he ate a little bit of crow there. I, I mean, if, if Adam would have gotten first, there, Shane probably would have not lost his title. They had to live under bridge. Just <laughs> she'll learn his <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but uh, Noriko Ott will also be joining us. Oh, uh, I love that guy. Yeah, Noriko's awesome. Great another addition to Portland. And then we're gonna have uh, Jose Bolognese is off, flying all the way down from Seattle. and picking him up at six o'clock. Very uh, cool. Nice. He's the morning DJ up at uh, moving ninety two point five.
2: Moving ninety two point five.
1: Great, uh, great comedian <laughs> too. And I gotta drop him off right off the show because his flight's back out at nine. So gonna be back on the show in the morning. Wow. Uh, and then Richie Stratton's gonna be talking about comedy, awesome. tattoos, and then uh, we may or may not be doing some live ink on stage. Oh
2: my goodness. Ard-
1: wow. Aardvark tattoo. Two will be in the house, and so we will be uh, checking out a few things and seeing what happens. That's so really cool. Come on by and check it out. And yep. uh, I, I would also like to show uh, throw a shout out to uh, Anthony Justiniano because uh, he dislocated his shoulder.
2: Oh, oh Anthony yes. Justiniano, yes. best name by yes, the way. By
1: the way, I mean he did you guys as graphic artist. He's the yeah. Oh, I pixel, love him. Pixel artist from the show. He uh, was moving and. Uh, he slipped and the table landed on his shoulder. He dislocated it, possible surgery. So, oh, oh damn.
2: Anthony, yes. so sorry, wow. buddy. So we want to
1: send our loves and our good vibes. So out So many
2: to loves to you. I oh,
1: oh that okay. sucks. Yes, he's a uh, he's an amazing artist, and he's temporarily out of commission. But we want him to be uh, up and running. So,
2: oh yeah, because he needs those yeah, he needs those from, limbs to do from it. A dude he's doing. Who's
1: Going to sports medicine for two arthritic shoulders. I understand. Like the second that that ticker gets out of the way, it, it's so hard. <sighs> Knees and shoulders are so hard to repair. So yeah. Let's hope it's just lots of stretching, like much ibuprofen. And, and mm, it'll get better. I hate to say good vibes, but if you're into crystals and shit, like, <laughs> yeah. point, point your crystals. Point your crystals at Yeah, Anthony. point your crystals at Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 no dark energy or whatever that shit's called. Like, get your flowers of light
0: on them for me.
2: Nariko really got me last night. So Nariko Ott, who's going to be at a permanent yeah, comedy absolutely. tonight. So uh, after- he's
0: also on uh, the Carl show starring Jason this afternoon. Too. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I love
2: that dude. um. Yeah, so I saw him. I was getting accosted by all these people who, like, as I was just trying to leave the where we were sitting at the judging and trying to go to the restroom, and people kept grabbing me because it had been, um, like, they had seen us sitting at the judges' table, and they kept grabbing my arm and being like, hey, you need to vote for this person. You need to vote for this person. <laughs> and then and then someone else grabbed my arm, and it was Noriko. And I was like, fuck, Noriko, not you, too. And he's just like, you know what you need to do? And I'm like, what, Noriko? And he's just like, you need to give double points whoever tells fart jokes. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Thank you. Done. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you for not saying like na- a person's name."
1: That's, I, I never quite got that. I mean, it, it like when they did the Willamette Week uh, like survey uh-huh. of the funniest people in Portland. Like a lot of people will call it a survey, and some people will call it a contest. Because yeah, of you know, it, it it depends on who you're jockeying for. Like mm-hmm. Who right? you really think is funniest and who has the biggest fan base as a comic. Like in a sense of people who are fa- comics who are fans of comics are not always. Uh, like audiences aren't always the same fans of them. Mm-hmm. And so it, it really is to find out like what the judges think is the best comedy, what the audience is, who the bookers think, who the other comics think. And so when they have that, that nudge, it, it's the audience screaming for their vote almost. Yeah. Like, you have power. We want you to tell, like, hey – just so you know, we're wanting you. Like the audience thinks this. Like the civilians. Like, I call it civilians. That's that's the term. <laughs>
0: <Civilians>? <laughs> you know Cause it, no, because it's. it's uh,
1: I, I was I was trying to explain it to somebody, and and the best uh, example I can give is for all the physics out there is that like comedy is the only event, like there's only activity that has an event horizon. Like, it has a black hole. Like, Mm, the second you go past that point and you're gone Uh forever, people can still see you from beyond the event horizon because they're back there. You still exist out in front of them, but you're gone to them. Like, it's you're way past in there and it's, uh-huh. it's you just don't matter anymore yeah yeah it's a different process you uh-huh. really see the world in a different view and so it's it's those people like when you see that like I go to watch those people and see them react to you and see how who you like as a judge mm-hmm. and, uh-huh. and to see who Shana as a manager loves and I mean to see who is like Jason Traeger. I mean he's a, an established person who has a great eye on comedy what makes him laugh I'm, mm-hmm. I'm staring at people's faces not really necessarily the same that's exactly it. what yeah. I was
2: doing too because like a lot of the judging was like for audience reaction oh, like yeah. seeing them in like hearing people you know with uncontrollable laughter mm-hmm. at certain jokes and stuff it was right fantastic. yeah and what
0: registered with them where there's maybe I you know not necessarily my favorite joke but if it would just like take off for the rest of everybody mm-hmm. else in there yeah, yeah. Yeah, that um, is it. That's a fun. It's a fun process. Yeah, because for me, like a lot of
1: it is like I don't get pop culture references. I'm not. I'm not in. Like I didn't know what trill was for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, what they're saying something. I'm not quite. Sure that's of. Greg's favorite word. No, I yeah. hate that word so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate but, it. Yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like such a fucking grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: What's with uh, the kids in this trill? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I've never
1: watched Doctor Who, but I, I've heard so many jokes at Portland Mikes now. I and know about like, I can get Tardis. Reference. Yeah. That's a thing, oh, yeah.
0: That's, that's that's
2: the box thing, yeah, right? That's the, that's the, the phone booth. traveling booth. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside.
1: Yes, much bigger. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know. It's like I keep wanting to say like, oh yeah, then the stacks come out. I'm like, no, that's not right. And, like, <laughs> 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 and then there's that dark crystal, and I just I don't I just want to watch Farscape. I'm like that kind of nerd where it's like I like that over
2: Farscape, huh?
1: That's my nerd jam. If I have to go, like our
2: friend Keelan is a is a real big nerd about Farscape. Real Dude. big,
1: yeah. Like like Rigel the the little floating green toad looking guy he, he, he's like a, a he's like a deposed em- basically a, imagine if Paris Hilton was a deposed space emperor and it's just this little pretentious shit and he's just he reminds me of every dog I've ever owned like, you know it's like <laughs> Because I've always had very intelligent hound dogs and yeah. just that self-serving entitlement. I like I like well-written characters, just like Roger on American uh, on American Dad. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a ex- great – Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a great addition to the show. Or it's just Paul Lund reimagined as a yeah. modern-day sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I love those creative side characters that, that really – like, people are afraid. Like, The Office, Steve Carell. I mean, yeah. like, that's just a lovable sociopath. Mm-hmm.
2: So is that what you want to be? A lovable
1: sociopath? I guess so. Like, I guess bit. I want to be the Kenny... I, I guess... The Ken- Kenny Powers yeah, of Ken- Kenny, Kenny Powers meets Buddha, if that means, <laughs> Like an enlightened Kenny Powers. Sure, that's possible. <laughs> I want to get mine, so get the fuck out of the way, because I know what's right. So, <laughs> right well, what time did the festivities start tonight? Uh, 8 p.m. Please come down. It'll be great. It'll be filmed by Wolfwise Media's all... Oh,
2: and, uh, and they make out. everything look good. They're so awesome.
1: And uh, they're amazing. They're, of course, Anthony Justiniano got all the great graphics. Uh, he'll be doing one-arm typing for a while, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, buddy.
2: Our hippie crystals to you, honey. Yeah, uh, we, yeah <laughs> we absolutely. Have,
1: uh, new music coming out from uh, sort of Ice Music. So uh, check out Jason Paris and all the f- fabulous chip tune beats he does for the show. And how
2: cool. So, where can everyone find all the information, all about you, all about the shows, all about everything?
1: Permanentcomedy.com or uh, armtodstrong.com. Either one. I love that armtodstrong. Yeah, and seriously,
0: part. check out the episodes because, I mean, the content's amazing, but how good a job he does filming these things yeah, yeah, and putting yeah, them together. if you follow Wolfwise
1: Media on Twitter, uh, yeah, please. That's the I best do. have to go. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, like Wolfwise Media. Please watch them. They're going places. Yeah. No, he yeah. made
2: us the coolest caricatures ever.
1: Yeah. Too. They're great. And then S. Anthony's artwork, and then uh, Dustin's genius of the uh, mm-hmm. other. Together. So, Wolf Eyes Media. And then you can also get a link to everything on Permanent Comedy links to Anthony, links to your site, links to everybody that's uh, collaborating with the uh, with the show and awesome. Helium and coming out to f- the shows.
2: Come on out. Say hi to Todd. I mean, he is really one of the most down to earth fucking cool people that you'll ever meet. I, yep. love,
1: I want to live life and meet people. You know, mm. t- tell, me your, tell me your recipes and your stupid <laughs> stories.
2: That's my,
0: yeah. <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> He likes
2: all of these things. (laughs)
0: uh, HeliumComedy.com, so you can pick up your tickets ahead of time. uh, Right there, HeliumComedy.com. Which you should. Like, if you wanted to go
2: last night, because last night was sold out. I mean, there's still... I mean, a contest is a contest, but that doesn't mean that some of the uh, Portland's greatest comedians weren't part of the... Like... Weren't part of the con. What, how no, am I yeah. trying to say that? Like, yeah, I know, but there's it is there's like there's those twelve of, people last night weren't a lot of amazing
1: all the semifinalists too. Absolutely, I mean, they're, 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 there's there's thirty five comics in Portland that are worth paying money for. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally, yeah. and there's and there's fifty people that are going to come and replace them in two years. I mean, it's it's, it's an amazing. Cycle. It is. It's it's a it's a farm league. It really mm-hmm. is. Like people move up and out, and like people like Shane are going to New York, mm-hmm. but people like myself, like I headline all the little B clubs and all. You know, I featured all the A clubs, and so I make a comfortable living here where I can just translate out. To LA, where I get to see different audiences than he sees. And so mm-hmm. there's so many different vast you know, genres and venues. And just yeah. go and check it out. I mean, there's 10 different venues that have five different types of shows that have 10 different types
0: of comedy in each one. Mm-hmm. It's. That's what I was saying at the beginning of the show, too. Like, seriously, if you haven't been out to a show here, do yourself a favor and go. They're not like you, they're you're not missing out stuff on stuff you saw in the 80s.
1: They're not, yeah. they're not brick walls Mm-mm. and like like nice shirt, motherfucker, like, you know, who shot the couch. Like, yeah. It's, not, it's yeah. not shit like that. No. Just go out, have a fun. It's people, clever.
2: It's entertaining. Yeah, there's
1: people who want to be Bill Hicks. There's people who want to be George Carlin and they care so much that they they, they pay attention to social cues and they, they really want to talk about it and they, they're clever enough to hide it in. In stupid jokes Mm -hmm. Like Nathan Nathan Brandon Was Portland's Funniest person Two years ago He's so great Oh he's amazing metaphors And innuendos Like Mm -hmm. Go out and see a show
0: Yep And And go go see a show tonight Yep exactly At one of the most Wonderful
2: venues in town Yeah with uh, so many wonderful people. And I'm, a good, I'm
1: a good host, and I, my job's just as a host tonight. I'm not going to be doing much jokes. I'm going to be bringing up great comics to talk about their life, and hopefully there'll be plenty of room for special guests to pop
0: in. So nice. So oh, not that's making exciting. making no promises,
1: but a lot of probabilities. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Todd, thanks so much for coming in, no, too. Not time. We love, love, love you. love coming in. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are awesome. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up. Five, five, five. I think I think I hit the post on them. You did. It was it was great. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.